not Ford tough because Ford suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're recording. Yeah, I figured. I was just about to be like, this is going, isn't it? This is too As we're like, fuck Ford. We need sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi. I'm Bree. Hi, Burr. And we got new toys for toys. Christmas. Because toys. Toys. we bad. got lots of Amazon gift cards. Money, money, money rocking everywhere. <laughs> money, money, money. Found you. Oh, God, I gotta stop. <laughs> I'm so trash. No, the worst part is I really only know that song from that, what is it, disaster movie? I don't know, it was one of those, like, movie genre parody doodad things. Like, scary movie. Okay. But different genre. But anyways, we're the creep cast. How you doing? We've had some time away from each other. You thought you could get rid of us. I know. It's weird, because, like, taking that break, I was like, well, that's what I do. And then Sunday, they're like... They offered me the afternoon off, but I was like, whatever, I'd rather have the night off if they need someone to take the night off. And then I'm like, wait, I don't have to podcast it this week. Okay, then. Never mind. I guess I could stay. Make the monies. Money, 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 money. Money. (laughs) Wait, or was I in the... No, I was serving all this week. Listen, it's very, very confusing time at my job. Because they just kind of flip-flop me and move me wherever. And not that I dislike it. It's just there's some days where I'm like, plan for this thing. And then they're like, by the way, other thing. And I'm like, whatever, okay, let's go. Whatever you say, boss. Just throw your money at me. It's the cat's pajamas. Because <laughs> we're in the 20s now, bitches. When plague hits. First... Recording of 2020. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Say yay. No, I'm so angry at you bitches for slandering me in the last two episodes. <laughs> you got your cookie already, you whore. Yeah. Also, You didn't I, even finish. Yeah. I was going to eat that cookie anyways, apparently. It's all been in the stars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like... You got this on supervised. We slander you it to your face. Yeah. Like, what, what makes you I, think I literally it's tell you guys, hey, I'm on my way home. And then the next thing I hear on the podcast is, fuck him. We're eating this cookie anyways. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's lovely. We already decided we were going to be eating it. Listen, we, we were, were really tired. And we couldn't get Andy's ice cream on DoorDash. You should so. have heard that part, too. I, know, I did edit some stuff out because there were definitely long, dramatic pauses <laughs> of you texting or Google searching and then us discussing door dashing stuff <laughs> or just leaving the house to get the ice cream. Like, we could have left like, it on play. Like, out there. I'm like, do you know how big of an empty gap I'd have to edit out? She's like, we could just pause Yeah, it. that would have like, been a huge fun. You could pause it then. <laughs> I know, but I feel like starting it up. Okay, so there's this SNL uh, skit where they do, like, a podcast award show. And, oh, yeah. And, like, the one thing is, like, how jarring it could be where they insert the ads. Like, they don't, like, try to place it in a good spot that's just, like, the most unnatural thing. And it's, like, 
And then her body was never found. And you can get, and then it just goes like right into an ad. Yeah, it was like. Like they're in the middle of just talking. Yeah, and then the ad. ad. Well, at least we would have been happy with ice cream. I mean, true. We, oh, (laughs) bitch. Maybe we should do an alcoholic version of that punch my mom used to make. (gasps) Oh my God. Thank you, mom. Spoiler alert. Tomorrow is. (laughs) Well. Tomorrow is the day we are celebrating Burr's birthday. Saturday. Because at the time her schedule was different and that made the most sense. And I already took off work, so (laughs) this is what we're doing. But Saturday is Saturday's her birthday. I'm an old bitch. Shut up. (laughs) Thirty is great. Thirty's the new twenty. No, it's not. Fuck these kids. We're gonna party. Well, no, because all the kids I work with at work are at work with, and they're just like, yeah, you know, those kids our age. I was like, how old do you think I am? And they're just like, 24 like us, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be 30. <laughs> you do have a young face, though. Hey. It's great. It's, it's just bad. these gray hairs gave it away. No one ever knows so. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's dyeing their hair gray anyways yeah, now. So like really the new yeah, not just like individual little streaks like everywhere. They're just like, mm, I'm going to put a white hair right there and maybe like 12 over here. Maybe I mean, if I had the time, I would absolutely do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do to me, Miss I wish I was like single. So that way, if a guy tries to ask me out and I don't want to date him, I can just be like, sorry, I have to go home and dye my hair strand by strand. <laughs> it doesn't work otherwise. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> so I will be unavailable for the next two to three months. <laughs> I want to bleach my hair again. No. Why not? Because... It gets all super damaged. Anyways. I'm only here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'm gonna get one of those fucking things and I'm gonna push the fuck out of that book. I just want it for tomorrow. Every time we enter a bar. <laughs> So I was listening to the episode where you guys were doing that, and I was like, all I could think of was, was Big Mouth when the gym teacher is doing the DJ, and he's like, DJ Bendejo, Bendejo. <laughs> I just, I couldn't resist. Oh. I want a button that also goes, Dio! Yeah, I was <laughs> laughing so hard editing that episode, and of course... Per usual, bad. Oh, wait, no. Why are you laughing? Matt was making fun of me for listening to my vampire vampire one. And apparently I said something about, I was confused as to how you can tell a horse is a virgin. And we're like... (laughs) (laughs) And I said something where I'm like... But is it going to be like wearing glasses? Because no one's going to sleep with that because it's a nerd horse or something like that. <laughs> I don't and I'm like dying. And then here comes Matt right in the park because I'm like, no one wants to sleep with anyone with glasses or whatever. 
Y'all terrible. <laughs> what is wrong with me? You're in the, the, the category where you think, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then the choice pops up everything for 30 points. <laughs> oh, no. I know it's everything. But there are just sometimes like, man, always like, why are you listening to yourself? I was like, because I like listening back and like hearing random things. That I totally forget I say, like the, my experiences at Pride where I was like, everyone's topless and I'm sober. <laughs> this must have been before I started It was 2009. Like that was oh. the first and only Pride I went to. And like I said, so of course they're too young to drink. And everyone's <laughs> Well, now that it's the Roaring Twenties and before the plague comes, we'll definitely have to go. But anyways, on to our topic after 15 <laughs> minutes of like... Actually, you're really close. We're at 14 Yeah, I was like, we have been going on forever. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to edit so much. Nonsense. <laughs> so this week's topic is Lamia. What is this Lamia or who is this Lamia, you may ask? I shall tell thee. Because I didn't know who she was either. Story time! So, Lamia, in ancient Greek mythology, was a woman who became a child-eating monster after her children were destroyed by Hera. So, who learned of her husband Zeus's trysts with her. Ooh. Trysts. <laughs> I will never get over that word. I just want to say it. I'm just going to start saying trysts randomly at work now. I'm just going to walk in and be like, these trysts. And then just like walk away like not even to a whole sentence. I'll be like, trysts. <laughs> they don't even know, I feel like, how fucking... I, mean, I get pretty weird sometimes, but I don't think they fully see it. And that's why like every time I have a coworker that's like, what's your podcast again? I'm like... <laughs> I was like, I can't reject more listeners. So when it if starts you enjoy. Out, you're just like, no, get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't want a lot of people at my work to know. I'm like, they're like, oh, you have your own podcast? I was like, well, it's me and my girlfriends of like, you know, almost 20 years. And yeah. this, that, they're like, what are you talking about? And I go on and on about it. And they're just like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I know my favorite thing is I always love telling everyone how you just like keep tacking on extra years to our <laughs> friendship. Like the next time I see no. you, I'm just gonna see you telling someone we've been friends for 50 years. Like you we've guys been like friends 12? since the womb. Yeah. <laughs> no, like 11. I, I was joking about like 12 as in the age, not. How many. No, that's no, that's what I'm saying, and that's about when we met. No, so I was saying that you get you're like, oh, we've been friends for like fifty years, and someone would be like, aren't you guys like twelve? Oh, that's <laughs> nice. No one tells me that. I tell that to other people. <laughs> that creates problems for Matt. If you tell people that you're twelve, no, <laughs> I, mean, I, I tell like other people they're twelve. Where is this conversation going? <laughs> you, tell, you said that you tell people that you're twelve. No, I tell people that they're twelve. Oh, okay. That's like, why. Anytime I've got like a person that's like, oh my god, I'm like, you're like five. Shut up. <laughs> AKA half of my 
co-workers in one section of my job. They're all babies. Well, not all of them, but most of them. And I'm like, stop it. You're all way too stressed out for, like, eight-year-olds. It's going to be okay. (laughs) But anyway, so... Take a Xanax like everybody else in America. We'll call it a day. No. I've never taken a Xanax, so I wouldn't know. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's what planks crave. So, moving on to Trice. Hera also afflicted uh, Lamia with sleeplessness, so she would anguish constantly. But Zeus gave her the ability to remove her own eyes. Which I'm like, how does that help? Just because you don't have eyes doesn't mean you're sleeping. Unless she put the curse in the eyes. Oh, fucking hell. Listen. I'm no god or goddess, so I don't know how this magic shit works. (laughs) Could just be like a Mr. Potato. It's just like... I just, I just imagine this woman looking like a don't. Mrs. Potato Head, like not like a human, like taking her. No, like I literally was just like, okay, Mrs. Potato Head. But anyways, we gotta stop getting off track. It's your fault. You're the problem. Here I am, like Austin wrangles us, but every time it's just her and I. Our episodes are like forty-five minutes. 50 minutes, 35 minutes, you know, where I'm like, oh, I don't know how to edit some of this out because it's like we're already at, you know, this log of time. It's you. <laughs> I bring out the comedic gold out of you two. Uh, huh? But forever. <laughs> to the shit. point that, like, people I don't know what this podcast is. I give, you, <laughs> I give you extra content. The, this is what your fans have been wanting. They wanted this extra I don't know. They don't you... talk to us. <laughs> Talk to us. I don't know what they want. <laughs> like, no one has asked for this. We literally were just like, let's do this. And the world was like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm like, what are these bitches over there doing? Oh, the guy has a glue. <laughs> oh, no, here we go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. Lamia was also used as a bogey word to frighten and discipline children. It's like we were just finding all the creatures that were like, hey, better chill out before Krampus busts through your window. <laughs> you heard about the snake lady? She's going to eat you real fucking good if you don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, I and then there's that. Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Good shit. Have you ever seen that Bartuck spinoff movie? It's the tits. Everything's a tits. It's cheesy and not as anywhere near as good as Anastasia, but I still fucking love it. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. In later traditions and storytelling, the Lamiae became a type of phantom synonymous with the Empusai, which seduced youths. Ooh. Yes, she seduced youths. I just, ones. I just. The, the young folk. The youths. I just want to say it with like, what is that, a Boston X? I don't even know. Jersey, the Utes. The Utes? Utes. You got to say it like it, you're, in, you're Joe Pesci in a mob movie. The Utes. <laughs> this is how we get shot. 
There's nothing wrong. Joe Pesci is a treasure. That is true, yeah. And apparently he never retired from acting. He was taking a break. Because, you know, he's in The Irishman. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Joe Pesci came out of retirement. And in true Joe Pesci fashion, he was like, I wasn't retired. I was on a break. Bitch. So, which seduced youths to satisfy their sexual appetite mm. and fed on their flesh afterwards. So, a biography of Apollonios of Tyana defeating a... Uh, Lamia Seductress has inspired the poem Lamia by Keats. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> so the Lamia has been ascribed serpent-like qualities, which some commentators believe can be firmly traced to mythology from antiquity. And they have found analogs in ancient texts that could be de- designated, I almost said designed, <laughs> be designated as Lamiae or Lamiae, which are part serpent beings. These include the half-woman, half-snake beasts of the Libyan myth told by uh, Diochrysostom and the monster sent to Argos by Apollo to avenge Samothy or Crotobus. We're in for a lot of butchering today. All right. Um, In the myth, The uh, Lamia was originally a beautiful woman beloved by Zeus, but after Zeus' jealous wife Hera destroyed all her children, all the babies. Yeah, Um, that damn wife. Like, damn it. How how dare she? It's like she has, you know, claimed to him in the eyes of the state and God. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Well, they are God. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was literally just about to say. I know. I was about to go into my little (laughs) sidetrack of like, but how does that work? Because they're gods. And he's like supposed to be like the god's god. Like the big high This fucks everything. So why why leave? When in doubt, stick your dick in it. For science. Quote. Yes, Yes, for science. Yep. But really, don't stick your dick in it for science. Stay away from those mythologies. Because, I mean, it's all just going to end bad. You're not going to have a good time. Either it's something you definitely should not put your penis in because it'll fall off or some shit. (laughs) Or get, like, poisoned and shriveled up. Or, like, you know, prison. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Don't stick your dick in it. (laughs) You leave those puck wedgies alone. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, oh. we're saying put your dick in it for science. We got to call back to the episode it was from. Good times. Love it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Hera destroyed all her children or caused... Um, Lamia. Thank you. Lamia herself to kill her own offspring. She became disfigured from the, uh, the torment... Uh, transforming into terrifying being who haunted and killed the children of others. Uh, Didorus Sicuus gave a de... Mythologized. Yeah, mythologized. That's it. It's too late to mythologize. Uh, I was going to say apologize. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it hurts. <laughs> I, I just had to think of a way. Sometimes that's how I remember how to pronounce things. Don't hate, appreciate. The terrible puns? Yes. Oh, Jesus. That's our life, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, mythologized 
Yeah. Account of Lamia as the queen of Libya? Yep. Yay. Who uh, ordered tr- uh, soldiers to snatch children from mothers and kill them, or those, and whose beauty gave way to bestial mm-hmm. appearance due to her savageness? The queen, as related by D- um, Didoris, was born in a cave. Which um, I love er- that that's like just the end of that. Right? She was born in a cave. Moving on, I'm like, but why? Why? What happened? Which cave? Well, would two people really love Listen. each other? <laughs> And then, what, he's going to leave the woman there in the cave for nine months? It's Zeus. What is this, an episode of you? No, I'm saying, they're saying Lamia, the queen, was born in a cave. Yeah. Zeus isn't fucking Lamia while she's in the womb. Yeah. Well, then I guess it would just be the titan, the his the father of the titan. Cronus has nothing to do with this. I was going to say that there's literally nothing... Never mind. Well, all the gods came from the Titans. No, but Lamia is a normal mortal. She a lady. Okay. Non They're saying this is a demythologized. Oh, sorry. So regular human. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> we're well, like, I'm going to left field. I'm trying to get to center. <laughs> like, we're, like, <laughs> we're like in Target, and you're at like Portillo's right now. <laughs> I'm, I don't hey, know what you're doing there, but eat. you better get me some cheese fries. <laughs> but those burgers are so good. They are. I, that's like literally the only thing I eat from there. Then cheese fries. All right. Moving on. Going back after the cave. Um, Aristotle's Nicomunia? Mm. I don't fucking remember. This is why I ask you if you remember what you write down. Nope. <laughs> I told you, no. I was going to say, it's not like she was like, oh yeah, I got this. She was like, nope. <laughs> I understand it then and there and then like go through this again and I'm just like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I always like future Brie in for a treat. See you in an hour. <laughs> Whatever this complicated word is. I'll spell it for you. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be... Don't spell it for them. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was just like, I'm going to fuck that up. Never mind. <laughs> but anyway, those ethics refer to the lore of some beastly life form in the shape of a woman, which tears, I'm sorry, tears the belly of pregnant mothers and devours the fetus. An anonymous... Commentator. Whatever. <laughs> On the passage states this is a reference to the Lamia, but Madeline, yeah, um, combines with uh, combines this with Aristotle's subsequent comments and describes her as a Scythian. Yeah, yeah, of the uh, Pontus Black Sea area, uh, Lamia's eyes. So, according to one myth, Herod deprived, yeah, Lamia of the ability to sleep, making her um, constantly grieve over the loss of her children, and Zeus provided relief by endowing her with removable eyes. He also gifted her with a shape-shifting ability in the process. Didorus, um, rationalized, no, rationalization, was that 
the uh, Labian queen in her drunken state was as if she could not see, allowing her citizens free reign for any contact without supervision, giving rise to the folk myth that she places her eyes in a vessel. Um, Hera Cletus. Cletus. Thank you. Interpretation. Thank you. Uh, the account explains that Hera, consort of King um, Zeus, gouged the eyes out of the beautiful Lamia. Shit's wild. Mm-hmm. Shit's wild. Leave this poor woman alone, except for the when she's the queen, because if she's just some human killing babies. That's a problem. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Shitty. Anyways, I don't know. So, moving on to genealogy. Ooh. Uh, Lamia was the daughter born between King Belus of Egypt and Libby, according to one source. According to the same source, Lamia was taken by Zeus to Italy and that Lamos, uh, the city of man-eating Lestrigonians, was named after her. A different authority remarks that Lamia was once queen of the Lestrigonians. Ooh. So then going on to Aristophanes, uh, Aristophanes wrote in two plays in an identically, uh, identically worded list of foul-smelling objects. <laughs> <laughs> Which included Lamia's testicles. <laughs> I think Austin like still doesn't believe this is a thing. So this person just had really smelly balls. Possibly, but we don't know because we'll get more into it a little later. <laughs> thus, but anyways, thus making Lamia's gender ambiguous. This was later incorporated into uh, into Edward Topsell's 17th century envisioning of the Lamia. Her shoes just like both. That's yeah. It was either that it was like ambiguous, androgynous, or like not sure, a little bit of both. But that wasn't like uncommon. No, no, I'm just saying then. like from Africa. <clears throat> exactly. No. So it is somewhat uncertain if this refers to one. The one Lamia, or to a Lamia, among many. As given in some translations of the two plays, a generic Lamia, or Lamias, is also supported by the definition as some sort of a wild beast in the Suda. So going on to Hellenistic folklore, starting off as a child, a children's bogey. The Lamia was a boogeyman, or bugbear term, invoked by a mother or a nanny to frighten children into good behavior. Such practices are recorded by the first century uh, Diodorus and other sources in antiquity. Is this now how we need to start threatening the boys not to? Listen, I'm good to try all and any methods. Krampus, Lamia, what other... 1500 thing puck wedgies fuck it mm. everything the white woman yeah white woman those white La Llorona. i've got i've got the hispanic pronunciation down for mm. that so i can i'm gonna run around La Llorona. oh my god could you imagine in like a supermarket my white ass yelling at your very hispanic looking <laughs> children about La Llorona? we yell at them all the time i know but i'm just saying it'll be extra funny Anyways, moving on. Me. More children's bogey. Um, numerous sources attest, yeah, attest to the Lamia being a child devourer. One of them being um, Horace. Horace in Aris Poetica. Poetica, thank you. Cautions against the over 
overly fantastical, nor should nor should a story draw a live boy out of Lamia's belly. Lamia was in some versions uh, thus seen as swallowing children alive, and there may have been existed some nurse's tale that told of a boy extracted alive out of uh, um, a Lamia. The um, Byzantine lexicon. Thank you. Um, uh, Suda, 10th century, gave a entry for Lamia with... Definitions. Except... <laughs> All right, we're going to the eye doctor. <laughs> Not tomorrow, next week. I'll make an appointment. <laughs> it it's it nothing change. wrong with me. <laughs> well, it can change. You're all just a bunch of haters. Well, no, remember, I didn't start losing my vision until freshman year of high school. That's true. And mom didn't even believe me until the teacher said something. Because I think it was like four rows back. And I'm like squinting and then all of a sudden he had like popped up beside me and he's like can you see it i was like oh <laughs> i was like kind of he's like i'm gonna tell your mom to take you to the eye doctor and i was like okay maybe she'll listen to you <laughs> <laughs> you're a fellow adult <laughs> what because i did i think i remember trying rachel's uh glasses on earlier that year and she had like kind of a weaker prescription and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I can see a little better. Like, I feel like, you know, and the mom was like, Aah. and then, yeah, and then the teacher was like, hey, your kid can't see shit. And she in the fourth row. <laughs> We're in the first row. And then I think I remember the first day I got my glasses, I was hit in the face with a basketball. Shit, you not like straight on. And so the teacher's like, oh, my God, are your glasses okay? Fuck your face. I was like, well, my nose hurts, but I can still see fine, so I think we're okay. (laughs) Thanks for caring. (laughs) Such is my life. It's like you have to get in an accident and be like, well, how's the car? Um, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> well, my leg is broken, but <laughs> the car is fine. Oh, I love it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, Definitions? Yep. And uh, Lexi, no, stupid, that's the sentence up. Um, and sources, much as already described, the lexicon, con, haha, <laughs> the lexicon also has an entry under Mormo, Stating that the Mormo and the equivalent Mormo like yep. are called a lamia, and that all these refer to frightful things. Other bogies have list, have been listed in um, conjunctions with lamia. For instance, the Gorgo, the eyeless giant of Ephialis, and uh Mormolice. Hmm. More Mormolice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I can't. You have so much editing this time. I know, like but we've minutes. had we've had weeks of pent up not seeing each other energy, so I knew this was gonna happen. I'm mentally prepared. But the uh, Mormo Mormos I see named by Strabo. Strabo, yeah. 
um, like as a seductress in later um, classical periods around the first century AD, the concept of the lamia shifted to that of a solitary, sultry, sultry. Thank you. Solitary. <laughs> You're She's, really the moment. She's a single seductress. <laughs> there is only one, and she likes to be left alone. And her name is Zool. <laughs> There is only Zool. <laughs> oh, I can't. No Christmas, only Yule. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, Sedustrit. Sedustrit. <laughs> who enticed young men and devoured them. Um, Apollo Kinas and Tolomeus. <laughs> we said key. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so when I tell you, you need glasses. Well, I thought it said something else, and it does say keen. I wrote down keen. <laughs> How do I say their name again? <laughs> Apollonius. Neus, okay. Apollonius of uh, Tyana, a representative re- uh, example of Philostratus, novelist, biography, auto, well, I'm sorry, life of Apollonius. Thank you. <laughs> of Tyana. Um, and claims to give a full account of the capture of Lamia of Corinth. Mm-hmm. By Apollonius, as the general populace referred to the legend, an apparition which in a which in the assumed guise of women seduced one of a a pop. Apocalyptic. I needed to just get sound bits. <laughs> so it'd be like It's just it's just my voice. Apollonius. <laughs> Apollonius. Chorus. Turn the page. <laughs> Turn the page. <laughs> the more you know. Oh, no, no. You ever get the things where it's like, okay, time to turn the page, and it makes like a... Oh, maybe. (laughs) It's been so long. It's been a long time since someone's told me to turn the page. (laughs) But I I haven't been told to turn the page in 87 years. (laughs) (laughs) With your friendship of 130... It's just gonna keep getting aggressively, like aggressively longer. In those Eighty-three years she didn't have three. I was turning the page. Amber, I want to read. All right, I'm coming. <laughs> Leave me a room These pages full of books. Are too heavy. <laughs> to feed me at lunch in high school so i mean i went through a very spoiled phase you're welcome didn't feed myself 
Didn't need to tie my shoes. Didn't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was the peasants for jobs. <laughs> oh. And good, then I had the baby. Yeah, then she had the baby. Then she's like, I can't. Listen, I was like, I can't reach my shoes. And I have a tiny human now, and I'm like, got it. I help. <laughs> Other people would be like, can I touch your baby? Feed me first. <laughs> you know. And then she became the, the one with peasants. I am queen. <laughs> Bring me an offering baby. and I may touch my belly. Bring Let me, me a touch your, your belly for good luck. I need a raspberry cheese Danish now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. But anyway, Apollonius is young pupils. That's the end of my yes. sentence. <laughs> we had to take that few minute break just for that. So, welcome back. To the <laughs> welcome back. And we're back. <laughs> so here, Lamia is the common vulgar term and Empusa the proper term. For Apollonios uh, in speech declares that the seductress is one of the Empusae, which most other people would call uh, Lamiae and Mormolykia. The use of the term lamia in this sense is, however, considered an atypical by one commentator. Regarding the, sed- uh, uh, the seductress, Apolli- uh, Apollonius, <laughs> further warned, you are warming a snake on your bosom, Bosoms. and it is a snake that warms you. It has been suggested from this discourse that the creature was therefore literally a snake. The Empusa admits in the end to fattening up her victim to be consumed as she was in the habit of targeting young men for food because their blood was fresh and pure. The last statement has led to the surmise that this Lamia or Empusa was a sort of blood-sucking vampire. Maybe she just wanted pudding. I mean, also, pudding lord, do appreciate fresh and pure blood. I mean, I'm going to be a Because it never says the day, so she could only sacrifice them on Tuesdays. Tuesdays is cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's Fridays, isn't it? I don't know. We usually don't have a specific date for pudding. Yeah. Pudding no, knows no time bound. Pudding is eternal. Except for Tuesday cakes. Yes, except for Tuesday cakes. Why not pudding with cake? Listen. Don't tell us how to be in our lives. It is written in the scripture of Burr. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. I have spoken. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so another aspect of her powers is that this Empusa or Lamia is able to create an illusion of a sumptuous mansion with all the accoutrement and the even service. <laughs> <laughs> Cooterman. That's what Google said. Cooterman <laughs> Matata. I was trying so hard to make it through that word without losing it. And even servants. But once Apollonius reveals her false identity at the wedding, the illusion fails her and vanishes. Moving on to Golden Ass. (laughs) (laughs) That ass golden. 
you by my tiny <laughs> glorious golden ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> in Apuleius's The Golden Ass, there appear <laughs> the Thessalian witches, Mero and her sister Panthea, who are called Lamiae in one instance. Mero has seduced a man named Socrates, but when he plots to escape, the two witches raid his bed, <laughs> thrust a knife in the neck to tap the blood into a skin bag, eviscerate his heart, and stuff the whole back with a sponge. Because, you know, witches. Mm-hmm. It's what we do. So, like, they stab his neck. Like, almost open like... Open the hole to his heart. Pump it so that way they get more blood out. And then they're just like, all right, cool, thanks, bro. And then they just shove a sponge. Pretty much. They got shit to do, you know? What gravity weren't using the pump system? Right. I mean, I know when they said, like, to tap the blood, I immediately was like, like a beer keg? I was thinking of tree when you get maple syrup and stuff. Can you guess who the alcoholic is? <laughs> Just kidding. I actually only drink maybe like a couple days a week, if that. Because I had judging. my whole sick period where I like didn't drink at all. The 12 days of, dr- of free was very dry, okay? That's depressing. It was. It was awful. One missing voice. <laughs> I lost my voice pretty hard. I like called in to call for, and I was like, "Hey!" And they're like, "You sound terrible." I'm like, "Yeah, I can't come in." I tried asking people to cover my shift. I released it, and I texted people that like weren't working. They all told me no, and they're like, "You just stay home." And I was like, "Okay, thanks." After the part where they're like, "You sound terrible," we were like, "Well, I'm a guy." <laughs> This is She's a guy. Now. She's a man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, plausible. It was, yeah, it was a rough week, like I said. So some commentators, despite the absence of actual blood sucking, find these witches to share vampiric qualities of the Lame and Philostratus narrative, thus offering it up for comparison. Yeah, interpretations. This lime, this Limea of Libya has her double in Limea. Sybaris. Okay. Of the legend around um, Delphi? Delphi. Delphi. Yeah. Um, both indirectly associated with serpents. Strong peril with the Medusa has also been noted. These and other um, cons- considerations, con- thank you, have promoted modern commentators commentators whatever <laughs> <laughs> to suggest she is a dragoness others double of the libyan limia be may be limia daughter of poseidon limia b zeus's um but gave birth to a sibyl according to oh i forgot to well, pausanias thank you and this would have to be the Libyan Libya. Lamia. Lamia. Thank you. Yeah. That, man, that's... Could you just imagine trying to say that like five times fast? I don't know. Nope. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's mushy. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
Rory. Livia and um, Lamia. Yeah. Yet there is a tradition that Lamia, the daughter of Poseidon, was the mother of a Sybil. Each one could be a Lamia, the mother of a Scylla, mentioned in the Stussy Chorus fragment, mm-hmm. and other sources. Scylla is a creature depicted variously as Angru Petal. Oh, uh, Anguipetal. Anguipetal. Or serpent bodied. Identification of a serpent woman. Didorus Siculus? Yeah, thank you. Siculus, for instance, described Lamia of Libya as having nothing more than acquiring a beast like appearance. Didorus, Doris of Samos, and other sources which uh, comprise the sources for building a actual archetypal. Archetypal. What the hell's an archetypal? I know what it means. I just have a hard time. It's one of the words where I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know what it means, but it's like hard for me to put into words. Okay. Archetypal. Thank you. Picture of Lamia. Do not describe her as a dragon-like or give um, explicit serpentine um, descriptions. In the first century, life of Apollonius of um, Tyana... The female Lemia is also called a snake, which may seem to be a modern reader to be a to be just a metaphorical expression, but which which Daniel Ogden insists is a literal snake. Philotrace Philostratus. Philostratus tail was reworked by Keats in his poem Lemia, where it is made clear she bears the guise of a snake, which she wants to Relinquish. Thank you. In return of her human appearance. Alright, so the archi- so archetypical? Okay, sure. Uh, well, that's how it's saying it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, very typical of a certain kind of person or thing. So yeah, so like kind of like a generic okay. like archetypal okay. white girl. Wearing Uggs, drinking hmm. pumpkin spice, loves fall. With a crop top and, like, leggings on? Yep. Yes. Yeah. I'm so cold. I'll put a sweater <laughs> on, Brenda. <laughs> so that global warming right now feels great. <laughs> I know, my mom. Like I said, I already told you. I'm loving this weather for Christmas. The world is dying, mother. <laughs> feels great right now, though. But your mom's all about the earth. <laughs> you know, I'm like, ma, composting and everything. Anyways. <laughs> so modern commentators have also tried to establish that she may have originally been a dragoness by interfe- uh, interface. No. Inference. Thank you. Sorry. There we go. I was like, this is wrong. Inference. Uh, David Ogden argues that one of her possible reincarnations, the monster of Argos killed by... Corobus had a scaly gait indicating she must have had an anguipedal form in an earlier version of the story. Although the Latin text in Statius merely reads in libi, by uh, declension of labor, meaning slides. Which, I mean, I feel like that's a lot for just slides. So, one of the do- uh, the doubles of Lamia of Libya is the Lamia Sybaris, which is described only as a giant beast of Antonian, Antonio, uh, Antominus? No, Antoninus. 
There we go. That's it. I was getting it eventually. <laughs> Liberalis. It is noted that this character terrorized Delphi just as the dragon python had. Close comparison is also made with the serpent like Medusa. Not only is Medusa identified with Libya, she also had dealings with the three Grey, which the fates, who had the removable eye shared between them. In some versions, the removable eye belonged to the three Gorgons, Medusa and her sisters. So moving on to Lamia's relation with Hecate. Uh, some commentators have also equated Lamia with Hecate. The basis of this identification is the variant uh, maternities of the Scylla, sometimes described to Lamia and sometimes to Hecate. The identification has also been, been, been built since each name is identified with Pusa in different sources. So it's the moment you all have been waiting for. <laughs> Stench of a Lamia. <laughs> So a foul odor has been pointed out as a possible common motif or attribute of the Lamiae. Uh, the examples are Aristophanes' reference to the Lamia's testicles. <laughs> the scent of the monsters in the Libyan myth which allowed the humans to track down their lair and the terrible stench of their urine <laughs> that lingered in the clothing of Aristomenes, which... They showered upon him after carving out his friend's Sophocles' heart. <laughs> so it's not enough that they carved out his friend's heart. They had to pee on him afterwards. An additional. An additional. In, in addition just, to their nasty ball smell. <laughs> and then their balls stink. Like, what? <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I just, I know, I was so bad about getting this part also, by the way, because this is like something <laughs> I would want to appear in Amber's section because I know she never pre-reads, <laughs> even welcome. though I've been sending her emails for, I don't know, like 40-some episodes. <laughs> like, okay, here's the notes ahead of time. All and she notes. never touches them. <laughs> I do. I look at it. I read a little commentary before you, like, you're like, here's the tab thing. And I'm just like, she's funny. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she thinks I'm going to read this. Listen, I can dream, okay? <laughs> she gives me that option. She knows who I am. She accepts it, but she's just a, like, I'm just trying. Here you go, stupid. <laughs> I'm like, here, for the one day that you're like, I'm going to read. <laughs> Reading's for chumps now. <laughs> too cool oh my god what if i just made like audiobooks of our notes isn't that pretty much what this podcast I know. is <laughs> exactly which would be funny i like pre-record our notes and then we just soundbite her reading her section <laughs> And then for all the words that she doesn't know, we'll just do the voiceover of Gilbert Godfrey. Y'all are dicks. <laughs> no, I would never actually do that. We have too much fun. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Um, modern age. And Renaissance, Renaissance writer Angelo Polizia. Plizinio? Pliziano? Whatever. Whoever you be, thank God for you. 
Uh, but they wrote Limia, Limia. Of 1492, a philosophical work whose title is a depictage. Disparaging. Thank you. Reference to his uh, opponents who dabbled in philosophy without com- confidence. Confidence. It altitudes? Alludes. Alludes. See, I did it again. <laughs> it alludes to uh, Plutarch? Use of the term in de curiositate. Where the Greek writer suggests that the term limia is emblematic of meddlesome busybodies in society. Worded another way, limia was um, emblematic, thank you, of the uh, hypocrisy of each scholars. Yeah, so essentially they all stupid because they don't do philosophy enough. Bitches. Um... From around the mid-15th centuries into the 16th century, the Lamia came to a regarding ex- exclusively. Thank you. <laughs> As witches. Um, bestiary? Bestiary. Bestiary. Do it again. <laughs> Every time we say that word, it activates my phone. Bestiary? Stop it. <laughs> Is it really going off? <laughs> That's too funny. Um, what are you looking up? <laughs> no, it's because it sounds similar to the way I, it sounds similar to Hey Siri. How does that sound? And then it's not any- reacting to its actual. <laughs> <laughs> no, your phone just hates everybody okay, now. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Stay that way. And Edward Topsell's. Top cells, a history of four-footed beast, 1607. The lamia is described as having the upper body of a woman, but with goat-like hindquarters with large and filthy stones. That's the testicles. That smell like sea calves. Like sea lion calves or like, hi. But I don't know what sea calves smell like. All right, hold on, I'm on We're going to Sea World. <laughs> I need to smell your sea calves. <laughs> Give me your calves. I need to smell them now. It's for science. It's for science. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> On authority of uh, Aristophanes, Aristophanes, it covered it. It covered it. <laughs> it is covered with scales all over. Adaptations. Thank you. John Keats, Lemia, reworks. This is biography as described before. In Keats' version, the student Lysias replaces um, many polis. Menippus. Menippus, the l- l- Lycian. <sighs> oh, it's just a seal. But what do they smell like? Yeah, I don't it's know what like seals. It's like a sea dog. Like- oh, right. Okay, but what does it smell like? Not pleasant. <laughs> Does it say anything I, to? I think we can like, sneak into the zoo. It should be cold enough. Yeah, like I don't know if the seals are going to be outside, but no, we'll find out. The babies. Do they have Fuck. babies? I don't think they year? have any babies. No, no, no. So it's a sea calf is one, and then sea calves is plural. Okay, so we need multiple babies. Those aren't babies either. They're adults. I'm going to be googling where are the closest sea calves. <laughs> anyway, for the description and the nature of the lamia. Keats drew from Burton's The Anatomy of um, Melancholy. Um, August Enna wrote on 
an opera called Lamia. Yes, so then also English composer Dorothy Howell composed a tone poem, Lamia, which was played repeatedly to great acclaim under its dedicatee, Sir Henry Wood, at the London Promenade concerts in the 1920s. It has been recorded more recently by Ruman Gamba, conducting the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra for Chandos Records in a 2019 release of British Tone Poems, which I want to look that up after we're done recording because I'm kind of curious to what that sounds like. Uh, So modern folk traditions. In modern Greek folk tradition, the Lamia has survived and retained many of her traditional attributes. John Cuthbert Lawson remarks, the chief characteristics of the Lamia, apart from their thirst for blood, are their uncleanliness, their gluttony, and their stupidity. So the contemporary Greek proverb, the the Lamia's sweeping, personifies slovenliness. And the common expression, the child has been strangled by the Lamia, Explains the sudden death of young children. Hmm. The common exp- How often are they saying it is, that it's common? Well, I mean, this is supposed to be back in like the 1400s, so the mortality rate of but uh, is actually really it could Also, it's saying modern folk tradition, so this might still be happening. Yeah, that's true. And I'm unsettled. Yeah, but I mean, at what point does it become modern? Listen. I don't make the rules of time, okay? She doesn't make the rules. There's just no just, rules when she's drinking claws. <laughs> Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. <laughs> That's why I don't know nothing. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, horrible human beings. Can't stop. Won't stop. All right, last bullet. Yeah. So... Later traditions refer to many Lamia. These were folkloric monsters similar to vampires and succubi that seduced young men and then fed on their blood. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. It's like that movie. What was that? Bitten? Is that the one with Jim Carrey? I think so. Very young Jim Carrey. When he was apparently some desired being, I don't know, before he started going in his real goofy shit. Uh, You've never seen it? Never heard of it. So it's like... This vampire, she, like, wakes up every so many years, and she has to have the blood of a virgin. And so it's, like, this whole movie, this kid trying to get laid, and then his girlfriend is, like, all jealous because then, you know, the vampire's, like, seducing him, and he's thinking he's going to get, like, laid. But she's just, like, draining his blood, and then he, like, passes out, and then, like, he's thinking that he's getting laid, and he's not. You know what I'm talking about. I know what she's talking about. And then, but yeah, it essentially, to save him the, spoiler alert, the girlfriend sleeps with him so that he's not a virgin anymore and then is useless to the vampire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's great. You should watch it. It's it's actually re- pretty good. I think that's, I have to say, it's one of the funnier, like, Halloween mm-hmm. movies. But yeah, so, I don't know, that's Lamia. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you know, boogie person- Smelly balls. Eat your babies. Eat your babies. Like Snake this. lady. Succubus. All the babies. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes it zero sense to me. I don't know. Do we have anything else? No. Anything we want to say? I don't know. I said enough. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't proper English either. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said, we're probably... 
going to try and delve in more mythology here and there. Mm-hmm. Also, we've decided, I wouldn't say to expand, but like, I don't know, I just never thought of these as an option, but we're going to do some fun, unsolved, historical mysteries Ooh. for episodes, I've decided. I like it. So anyways, if there's anything that we missed about Lamia's or any ideas you want to throw at us, any personal ooky spooky ghost stories and all the like and the things like that, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, which is at castcreep, both C's are capitalized. Yes, we also have Instagram. It is at the creepcast, all lowercase. And if that's not cool enough for you, we also have the Facebook, which is the Creepcast with Brian Burr. Yes, and then you can find all this information plus our Patreon page on thecreepcast.podbean.com. Mm-hmm. Click all the links. Do it. I did the thing. But yeah, so happy new year. We didn't say that at all. This oh episode. yeah, happy new year. I mean, nerds. it's gonna be like almost a week after, but whatever. Deal with it. Twenty twenty. We out here. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, get your dancing shoes on, get your flap dresses, it's the 20s. I'm ready. Yes. It's going to be Prepare awesome. for a plague. I'm ready. Yep. Another plague. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye now. <laughs>